This is Tina with Recovery 101, and we had talked about last time um, things that caused us to be become addicted um, to substances, and so we're going to jump off of that place and look at a few more ways to get into recovery. The first thing I want to talk to us about is um, about the importance of how serious addiction is. So I'm just going to give you a few more statistics. I know I gave those to you last time, but um, this these were kind of startling to me. Um, Three million Americans aged 12, and that number 12, I have grandchildren almost 12, that scares me, aged 12 or older, um, use illicit drugs for the first time within the past year. So 8,100 new users per day. That one just uh, took my breath away. 8,100 new users start each day. In 2009, which is several years ago, 72.5% students in the ninth grade through 12th grade reported having at least one drink of alcohol. And then 41.8% of them had at least one drink within 30 days of the survey. Heavy drinking was reported in 6.7% of all populations aged 12 or older, which means that 16.9 million people. Um, That's just startling to me. Of the incidents of domestic violence, 80% are associated with alcohol abuse. So when somebody starts drinking, they may get angry and and, um, start hurting somebody because of that use of, of alcohol. Alcohol and drugs also contribute to infant Um, morbidity or mortality. So we're not just looking at uh, domestic violence, but we're also seeing that children die because of the use of their parents using drugs and alcohol. So let's look at a way, ways to get started, the road to recovery. Let's start it today. For those of you who are listening, I want to encourage you to look at these steps And take them seriously. There's only four. So let's look at them and let's see if they would work for you to get started. The first one is to recognize and admit that you have a problem. The role of confession and breaking the power of the secret is important. Um, I know for myself, um, I hid how much I drank. My parents never even knew I was really good at deception, and so I knew where I could drink and and who I could drink around so it wouldn't get back to my my parents um, and because I was that kid that wanted their parents to feel good about them, so I never drank in the area where my parents were. Um, they never knew I had a drinking problem until I didn't have one um, and then I told them that how heavily addicted to alcohol I was. So that whole secret 
the power of the secret was was big in my life. I knew how to keep that secret. So that to recognize and admit it, that I had a problem, um, happened actually after I got married and and I realized how addicted I was and how I used alcohol to escape. And so I recognized it, and my husband helped me. Um, one of the ways to recognize that you and, and admit it is to be honest and reflect. Uh, reflection is critical to break through the fear and the shame and then also start taking personal responsibility for what um, needs to be done. In 1 John um, 1, 9, it says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Confession requires things to be brought into the light, more visible, um, bringing it into God's light where the great physician can perform necessary surgery. For me, that was critical to me when I, when the Lord walked into my life, he started bringing truth to the areas that I was so hurt and broken that once he started bringing the truth, I didn't need the substitute. I didn't need to escape into alcohol to, um, to numb my mind because of all the pain that was going on. So when I, the Lord started revealing truth to me, um, the that need um, for alcohol went away. So step two means clean out the infection. That means the role of grieving and breaking the power of denial. There is a need for the painful and or distorted emotions within the addiction to be addressed and resolved so the potential for healing and restoration can um, exist. Otherwise, sinful and destruction pattern, destructive patterns will continue to have a negative impact on our life. These emotional wounds may become infected and infect those around us. God has given us people around us to help us, to help clean out those things that need to be cleaned out. In Psalm 62, 8, it says, Pour out your heart before God. God is a refuge for us. So if we will just pour out our hurts and our pains before the Lord, he will help start pulling out that infection, those those hurts and those pains in us. But we have to go to him and allow him to touch those hurting and broken parts like I said, in my own life, I had so many things that happened to me as a child and as a teenager that I was just trying to escape from. And so by allowing the Lord access to those hurts and um, no longer being in denial that they were affecting my life, the Lord was then given permission to start moving into those places and start cleaning out the infection. And for those of you who are listening, if you really are are being honest with yourself, infection kind of likes infection. I mean, when we're broke and sick, we 
gravitate towards those who are broke as well. Um, I knew who I could go and party with and never be judged. Um, and I did it often. Again, I, I didn't do it where my parents could find out about it, but um, the, the people that I hung out with were just as broken as I was. And so we would, nobody was telling and nobody was talking about what we did during that time. It was just a, a good party. And um, so when I started allowing the Lord to look inside and I started confessing and saying, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be stuck in this place anymore. Um, the Lord was able to come in and remove some of that infection and um, and just start changing how I looked at life. Step number three means to renew the mind. In Scripture, it says that we are to have the mind of Christ. And we can't be stuck in two different camps. And so um, the Lord has to start renewing our mind. In our brain, we have what's called... um, neuron pathways and what happens in those neuron pathways is that when once we start in addiction and, or when we started getting hurt and we wanted to numb out that mindset was automatically to go to that neuron pathway said okay it's time for said alcohol for me others it's drugs and so Having a, to a renewed mind looked like saying, God, I, I don't want to think like this anymore. And so um, not only did I have to actively give those thoughts to the Lord, not only did I have to stop every time those thoughts came, I had to change what I was saying. I allowed the Lord to start putting in new thoughts um, in Hebrews 4.12, it says the Word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. And so when I was early on in my walk with the Lord and coming off of alcohol, I would say, Lord, I know you want to speak to me. and I don't know Scripture, so you're going to have to show me. And that may sound crazy to, to those of you who listen to this, but that's what I would do. And, and so I would just shut my eyes and allow my Bible to open. And as I would do that, I would just, my eyes would be drawn to Scripture. I Again, I didn't know Scripture, so I'm not that smart. And and the Lord started leading me to Scriptures like in Jeremiah 33.3, it said, call to me. And I was in that place of calling. And the rest of that Scripture says, call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things in which you do not know. And I began to just call to him. And I'd say, God, I don't know what you want to say to me today. And so again, I would just shut my eyes and say, Lord, show me what you want me to, what truth do you want me to see today so that my mind can be set on you instead of going to an alternate place. And, uh, he started leading me to Psalm 139. And for those of you who are out there who just don't feel like you're enough, um, 
I challenge you to read Psalm 139, and I don't want you just to sit down and read it. I want you to read verse 1 and and read it and go, oh, Lord, how does that apply to me? And he just started showing me how to do that. And there was a, I think it's in verse 18, it says, his thoughts about me outnumber the sands of the earth. And that so intrigued me because my whole life, I felt like the only thoughts people had about me were negative and that I was no good and that I was only worth abusing. And so not that people said that to me, but that was my perception about life just because of the hurt and pain that I had walked through. And so when I'm reading in Scripture and it says that that God's thoughts about me outnumber the sands of the earth, and then he led me to Jeremiah 29, 11, and and that Scripture says his thoughts are for good and not for evil. All of a sudden, I start realizing that those negative thoughts that I had about me were only thoughts that the world told me, I told myself, and also um, just... um, Satan didn't want me to to come back to to having a good life. And so so I allowed scripture to start renewing my mind and once scripture started getting in there when other thoughts would come in, thoughts of of self-loathing or thoughts of I can't handle this, I can't do this, um I would actively say, I cannot, but the, the scripture says, in my weakness, he is made strong. And I would start actively going after my thoughts and holding them captive in Second Corinthians 10, I believe that. I may be wrong on that scripture. Forgive me if I am, but it's in Second Corinthians. But it says that... Um, to hold every thought captive until it comes into obedience. And I had a lot of bad thoughts. And so I held them and said, no, that is not what God says. And so then I would hold it, and then I would put the truth in. And with the truth, the lie couldn't stay. And so by renewing my mind, I was able to move forward and stop thinking about the way that my mind had been thinking for it. And, and at the time I started going through this cleansing thought was I was 27 years old. So I had 27 years of really bad thoughts about myself. And they started pretty young because the being sexually abused started when I was three. So, um, so I needed my mind renewed um, in Romans twelve two, it says the washing of our uh, the washing of our mind with the word, um, and then in Ephesians five twenty six, it also is talking about washing our minds with the word. So there is scripture that the the Lord wants to renew our mind. He wants us to have a a mind like his, and he's the one that can help us. He starts grounding us in his word. And if we'll just give him that opportunity to speak into those lies, he'll speak truth to those lies as well. His 
grace, and truth must be allowed to wash over every part of us. This result will help us to to start believing life and that we have a purpose and that we aren't on earth for for no reason. Um, In the book of Esther, Esther was a... um, an orphan. She was being raised by her uncle, and she became queen. And while she was being queen, she was challenged because the Jew, Jewish people were being going to be all killed by the country that they were living in. And, and there's a very important scripture that came out during that time, And Mordecai, her uncle, says to Queen Esther, maybe it's you are alive for such a time as this. And I believe each one of us that are here on planet Earth are alive for such a time as this. And if we don't know why we're alive, then we need to ask the Lord because he has a plan and a purpose for each one of us. And so... um, The world may tell us we have nothing to give or we are worth nothing, but God has the truth, and he holds the truth in the Word of God. Um, If we'll just allow ourselves to be attached to the Word and not to the world. Um, Step number four is exercise the will, the role of accountability and breaking the power of fear. We have to have someone around us that or some buddies around us to help hold us accountability. But we also have to tell our will to shut up. Our will is our mind, will, and emotions. It It's the one that tells us that, you know, I'm sad, so I need to do something to get happy. Um, so one of the things that I suggest to people that, uh, that you get accountability people all around you. Um, I have people... All around me, that's not, I don't want a yes, ma'am, or a yes, uh, whatever. I want somebody that'll look at what I'm doing and say, no, Tina, that's not good. No, Tina, that's not right. And so I put accountability people who are not afraid to hurt my feelings, and I put them around me and so that my will isn't just me looking at it, but I have people that I love and that I love and trust but they also equally love and trust me. And so I want them to tell me when I'm misbehaving. Um, I'm 63 years old, but I still misbehave, um, not like I used to. But sometimes my, my mouth can get me in trouble. And so I want people around me that love me enough to stop me. So in this step four, I want you as one who's wanting to Get started on the right path. Put those accountability people around you. Put those people that are willing to help you um, get you on the right track because the Lord has great plans for you. He, he does not want us to be alone. So get plugged in to a, a, a small group, a church that will love you, but also start going to, there are lots of groups that are that help. There's AA, there's recovery groups all around Cookville and the Upper Cumberland. Um, so please get plugged in to one of those. 
So let's get started. Four steps. The four steps, again, I'm just going to remind you. Recognize and admit you have a problem. Step two, clean out the infection. Get it out. Step three, renew your mind. Allow people and the Word of God to speak truth to you. And step four, exercise your will and putting accountability around you that love you enough to help you get started on the right track. So God, I ask that those who are listening to this podcast, that they would just get started, get started on the road to wholeness, that they could feel your power coursing through their brains and through their bodies so that they are ready to get started. I pray all this in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you all and have a great day.